I'm Eli. And one day, me and my friends helped Jesus. I mean, we all, as kids, we knew Jesus. Um, we played with Jesus. We helped Jesus. We were around Jesus. So we knew him. And he wasn't a stranger to us. He was like Jesus. And we knew that he was something special. We knew it. I mean, even as little kids, we knew. And he would always would tell us, hey, one day, you never know. I might need you to help me with something. So always be prepared. And, you know, you keep that in the back of your mind. That one day I'm going to help Jesus. One day I'm going to help Jesus. This particular day, um, it was a hot day. It was a very steamy day. My mom had fixed me a, a lunch. Um, it wasn't much to it. A couple of fish, a few pieces of bread. My friends who were with me, their parents didn't always have enough to give them. So my mom always made sure there was extra. And we were just going to hang out for the day. Not get into trouble, but just, I don't know, just do what kids do. And uh, just go on an adventure. And we had heard that Jesus was going to be having some kind of meeting. And we always would make it a point to go see Jesus. And we were little fellas. And, you know, we knew Jesus. But we knew we, we, could, we knew that we had um, front row seats to whatever he did. Because his disciples knew us. Everybody knew us. Peter knew us. Andrew, James, Mary, uh, and, and Jesus' mom knew us. So we always felt welcome, and we always knew that wherever he was, we could get close to him. And it was something on that day. I mean, it was an incredible thing. There were people walking down the road, and I mean bunches of people. And so we thought, well, maybe we should just stop uh, somewhere and, and, you know, start a little fire, eat our little food before we got close to the camp or to the place where Jesus was going to do whatever Jesus was going to do. Because we knew that he was going to do something crazy because he always had something up his sleeve. And it was always cool to see. And plus, we didn't want any bigger kids or grown-ups who were hungry to take our food. And we just started to get our stuff together and thinking about putting our little fire together. And who shows up? Andrew and Peter. They're like, hey, Eli. And I'm like, hey, Peter and Andrew. They're like, what do you have in that basket? And I'm like, two fish and about five loaves of bread. And they're like, oh, well, good. You're not going to use those, are you? And I'm like, well, actually, I was. We were pretty hungry, and we were getting ready to eat. And we were trying to keep them from being taken by grown-ups 
and they laugh and they say, Jesus wants to see you. And of course, immediately your hunger goes away because why? Jesus wants to see you. So we're taking through all of these masses of people. And I mean, there were thousands upon thousands upon thousands as far as the eye can see. And we were brought before Jesus. And Jesus said, hello, Eli. And I was like, hi, Jesus. And he said, you remember when I told you that one day I was going to need you to help me do something? And I was like, yeah, I remember that. He said, well, you see all those people out there? I said, yeah. He says, they're hungry. They don't have anything to eat, and they've been hanging out for quite a long time, and I need to feed them. Would you mind if we use... Jesus said, Eli, you mind if I use your fish and your loaves to feed these people? And I said, no, I don't mind. But that's a lot of people, Jesus. That's a lot of people, and I don't think they're going to be filled with just two fish and five loaves of bread. And then he looked me in the face. I said, do you believe that I could feed these people, Eli? With his disciples all looking and watching what I said. And I said, if you say it, I believe it, Jesus. And then Jesus says, enough said. Let me have your basket, son. So I gave him my basket. He took it and lifted it above his head. He asked for a blessing. When he set my basket down, all of a sudden, there was more fish, more loaves of bread, and it was overflowing to the point to where the disciples had to go get baskets to fill them with because they were coming out that fast and that much. And I just stood there. His disciples looked like they were in shock, but they didn't have time to be in shock. They had to feed the people. And that day, 5,000 men, plus women and children, which makes it roughly, uh, maybe, I would say 17,000 people, maybe, got fed that day. And Jesus just sat back smiling and singing and talking to me and my friends and said, what do you think about that, Eli? And I was like, wow. My mom is going to really be surprised when I bring this basket back home. And all the disciples just laughed because they thought it was the funniest thing. Because it was. And the people were just happy. You could see their faces. They were just happy. All the people were happy.
After everyone had eaten, Jesus stood up and he said, Blessed are those of you who are poor in spirit, for yours is going to be the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you that are mourning now because of the death of a loved one, someone that you cared about that has died, for you shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for you will inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled as you have witnessed from today. And the people just laugh. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are you that are pure in heart, for you will definitely see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for you shall be called the children of God. Blessed are you which are persecuted because of me, for righteousness sake. For yours is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you when men shall revalue and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you just because you believe in me. Rejoice. Be exceeding glad. For your reward is going to be great. For that's how the prophets of old were persecuted. Those who were before you. You, my friends, my brothers, my sisters, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its savor, how shall it be salted? It's good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. But you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid, and that's you. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And giveth light unto all that are in the house. That is you. Let your light so shine before men, all men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I didn't come to destroy the law or the prophets. I'm not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot, one tittle, shall in no wise pass from the law, till all be fulfilled. Accept your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. I come to save you and to love on you and to make sure you get into heaven. That is why I'm here.
and the crowds just were silent. And everybody was retrospective. And I was late for dinner at home. Even though I had spent time eating with Jesus, I had to get home. And I told Jesus, hey, I got to go home. I got to, I, hey, I got, I got to leave. My mom and dad are waiting for me. So I got to go. And he said, okay, Eli. But remember, I told you that one day I was going to need you. And today was today, and you came through for me. I love you, Eli. And beg your mom's forgiveness for me keeping you so late. But it'll be worth it. You are a great disciple, Eli, he said to me. And Peter and Andrew walked me and my friends halfway home to make sure that we got there safely. <laughs> and when I got home, my mother said to me, you've been with Jesus, haven't you? And I was like, yeah, mother, I was with Jesus. <laughs>